Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. 28 uh ron always a pleasure how are you yeah it's all looking forward to this one <laughs> all right let's get right into it with our leadoff story so the new england patriots have traded running back sony michelle to the la rams for the fifth and sixth round pick uh but it could end up a fourth i guess there's some legality now that's that's actually not going to happen i think it's a fifth and a sixth rounder uh which team did better in this deal um, well, we don't know yet because we don't know what the Patriots get for that. Um, yeah. but so I have to say right now, LA, because they fill the hole with somebody that's very capable. Yeah. I mean, but if you look at what he, what he's done with new England, um, I mean, in his three year career, uh, 2,292 yards, 14 touchdowns, 26 receptions, uh, you know, I mean, 258 one touchdown. The only time he was actually really beneficial to this team was in 2018 when he was a rookie in that, you know, playoff run where they got, um, you know, basically uh, out of, in three games, he had 336 yards, six touchdowns, scored the only touchdown against the Rams in that Super Bowl that actually ended up helping them win. So, I mean, I mean, when you talk about it from a productivity standpoint, I mean, he's been often injured. So it's not like he's been on the field. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is a big loss because I think they were so deep at running back. I don't know how much time he was going to have. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. We talked about the running back situation last week, how a couple of guys have stepped up. And I, I was thinking maybe, you know, Somebody else might have been. I'm sorry, you broke up there. You, one more time. So basically what I said, we talked about this. And I, I thought it was going to be somebody else losing their job. About to be Sony Michelle instead of that someone else. Yeah, I just I just think that deep at running back. I don't I don't know. Um, we'll talk about it in our pick and roll. But I'm not sure this is a big loss for the New England Patriots. I really don't. No, um, it's, I think it's that, not, uh, but it's a great pickup for the Rams. I think it helps the Rams. Uh, they they lost Cam Akers for the year. So, again, they needed a running back. Um, so it made sense from their standpoint. I'm just – I'm not sure he's going to be – you know, it's 17-game season. Uh, I think he'll probably play 10. That would be my my estimate. If I would, if we're doing predictions right now, I'm going 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you might be right on that, but, you know, but it is a good pickup for the Rams, you know, that's going to st stabilize offense because, I, I mean, let's face it, you don't want staff having to throw the ball all over the place because we already saw you, that in Detroit. So let me ask you this question. Are they contenders with the Bucks right now with this move? They were they no. were considered. I mean, they've got the number one in the league, 
So think about think about what they can do now. They can run the ball. They can play excellent defense. Stafford's an upgrade from in the passing game. They could considerably be contenders for the championship against the Bucks. Just on their defense alone. Picture. It puts them in the picture. Because I wasn't sold if if it was just Stafford having to throw the ball. Um, I would say no. So L doesn't pan out for them. They're in they're gonna be in trouble the next they will probably make the playoffs, but they won't go deep but with michelle there it gives them a running game and it gives them an option so that way all the load isn't on Stafford's shoulders on offense and that's going to help them tremendously and then of course the defense is just ridiculous yeah you know they get two of the best players on defense uh i think adam michelle kind of fits what they want to do is run the ball be a solid running team throw when they need to throw play great defense could equal a championship. And we know Tom doesn't like defenses in his face. So if they can get there and face him, there's a really good opportunity for them. Right. right. And that's that's going to be a lot. A lot of it depends on health. All right. Uh, let's move on to another move that the New England Patriots made. And that is um, they acquired cornerback Sean Wade from the Baltimore Ravens for a seventh round pick in 2022 and a fifth round in 2023. What does this move say about the New England Patriots secondary currently? Um, it makes me think that Gilmore is not coming back. I agree. <laughs> and that's too bad so because. Jones, yeah. I, I just think that with Gilmore there, I think the Patriots are a contender to go to the Super Bowl. With him not there, yeah, they can still be a playoff team, but I don't see a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I think there must be something wrong with Gilmore that is undisclosed because it doesn't make sense that they're not even talking about contracts or we haven't heard anything about it. Jonathan Jones limped off um, this week with an injury. It's not as serious, so he should be back, but I think this is one of their weaker positions on the team. Again, when we do our pick and roll, we'll discuss it. But um, I think the fact that they signed a, a rookie first round, uh, a fifth round draft pick uh, from Baltimore just goes to show that they're a little concerned now that uh, they need help. They need help at that position. Yeah, that's it's look, he doesn't. Bill Belichick does not make a move unless there's a reason. So, I mean, this is not just, a, oh, let's let's try to upgrade, you know, our bottom tier. This is this is to put cover a hole basically. You know, that's what this is. This is it's all about covering a hole. All right, you jumped the gun here. The next story we're going on is to uh, the Tennessee Titans. And uh nine players on the Tennessee Titans have tested positive for COVID-19 including starting quarterback Ryan Tannehill. How concerned yeah. would you be as a Titans fan if you had to uh, worry about, you know, the upcoming season and you may already have some guys out week one? Well, Mike Vrabel as well is on the COVID list, so the head coach. Yeah. Um, in, if I'm a Tennessee fan, I'd be very concerned because it isn't 
it isn't so much the first nine people that are on that list. It's going to be the next nine people on that list. Because that is going to cover maybe into two, three weeks. Um, yeah, I'd be concerned because it, today, you know, it's it's Tannehill in week one. Um, but that's, you know, I mean, who's it going to be next week? Is it going to be your defense? Is it going to be, you know, your your offensive line? I mean, this is this is the the thing that you have to worry about. And I, I believe I would expect the team to be fine or something. I know they have those new COVID rules. I remember them off the top of my head, but they could be facing some fines and stuff because well, I think the, biggest, I mean, the, biggest, the biggest concern would be the NFL did rule that if you don't have enough players to play the game. They're not moving the games. It's an automatic forfeit and it's a loss. Right. And neither side gets paid. So, you know, this is already preseason. We're already discussing it. There's got to be a concern from the league standpoint. And then as a team, I mean, nine players and, you know, some members of the coaching staff, right. you start to question, you know, what their protocol was. I know um, last year they were one of those teams that uh, was practicing at like a high school facility, even when all the rules were, uh, you know, in place for them not to do that. So was this another similar situation where they just weren't following the rules? I, I mean, I didn't get all the details yet, but it's still kind of concerning that it's the same team. Yeah. Uh, well, now there's a history with this team now, right? And this is what the NFL put in those COVID rules in place for. And it's really the team's responsibility to make sure that everything is okay. And they're just not doing it. I'm sorry. They're just not doing it. You don't think Bill Belichick and Andy Reid and all of those guys are saying, hey, look, you need to follow these rules for COVID because if not, I'm going to replace you. Simple. It's, it's basically pretty simple because now these are nine guys that have to get removed and you have to replace those nine players because you can't forfeit games. You can't do it. Yeah. And again, they, what do you replace – nine players in, you know what I mean? A week. I don't know if that'll happen. Yeah. Um, some more big news. Uh, a couple of quarterbacks were named as starters uh, for the, for the upcoming season. So the new Orleans saints named Jameis Winston, the starter Jacksonville Jaguars named Trevor Lawrence and the Denver Broncos named Teddy Bridgewater as their starting quarterback of these three, which one do you feel was the best decision? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think it has to be Denver, I think. Uh, Bridgewater okay. is by far the better quarterback over there. And I think that was that was one that they had to make. And I'm surprised that it took this long to figure that out. Um, but, yeah, that, that has to be the best one. Because without a quarterback over there, they're in trouble. Because they'll finish last place in that division. They might anyway, which yeah. I think they will, but. At least now they have some hope <laughs> Yeah, save it, save it for the previous show On September 7th I, I honestly like the Winston move uh, I just feel like It gives them another option With Taysom Hill If you put Taysom Hill as your starting quarterback Winston can't do what Taysom Hill can do And that's kind of Be that diversion That guy that can throw, run Play wide receiver, do it all 
So it still gives New Orleans some options. I don't I don't know about the Jags one either because I'm a little concerned with uh, the fact that Trevor Lawrence just has not looked good. No, Their line no. is completely beat up. I think that this kid's going to get destroyed, and it's just going to cause him to 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 revert into a, a worse quarterback. What I probably would have started Minshew. Remember the Oakland Raiders uh, a few years back? What was his name that that came? Demarcus, Demarcus Russell. Demarcus Russell. Yeah. 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 This, is, this has all all the warning signs of that right now. All those warning signs are there. They're going to destroy this quarterback. And we had talked about it uh, the other night. And, you know, they should put Minshew in there, suck it up, let the kid learn until you get some protection for him because that kid's going to get killed. And a rookie that has to make quick decisions, oh, my God, this is going to be a complete disaster for Jacksonville. And they're probably going to destroy their quarterback. And let's look at it this way. Rookie, rookie head coach. I know he's coached in college, but you're talking about a pro game now, and you can see that there's some struggle. And what his expectations were coming into the league and what he thought he was going to be able to bring, it's not happening. Well, he's so, he's also making the biggest mistake, too, as a rookie coach. You, you're falling to peer pressure of all the fans pressuring him to start Lawrence, and, and it's a mistake. You, you, think, you think somebody that's been around the league for a long time, and I'll throw out Belichick's name out there again. Big like, Bell. Do you think that he's going to get pressured to play somebody? No. He's going to play who the hell he wants. And and he's not going to – the fans aren't, aren't coaching the team. But in Jacksonville, they are. So that is an interesting point that you brought up about the Patriots. Uh, we're going into Sunday night with the uh, matchup against the New York Giants. And Bill has kind of swayed a little bit on who his starting quarterback is going to be going into the season. Do you think that we may see Mac Jones week one? I mean, I know uh, we weren't going to discuss this, but I, as you brought it up, I just – it might be poignant. Look, look okay, it – what they've done with Cam this this training camp and these preseason games is completely different than how they're handling Mac Jones. With Cam, they're playing little safe routes and stuff like that, and they're not they're not giving him something to think about. You know, some of the the bigger plays that that is a lot of timing and a lot of check downs and all. Matt Jones is throwing everything at him and he's handling it. That is that the decision-making is what's starting to sway bill because he know now knows that Mac Jones has a better game than Cam Newton does right now in this point in Cam's career. And you know he doesn't he doesn't want to go with a rookie and we all know this but at what point will he come in does he start cam at the start of the season and then say oh tampa bay game you know the patriots lose tampa bay say that do you take him out then and then go see, with the rookie yeah so, see, to me, so there's a lot of five. when when is he going to start? Not if, because he's going. He's going to be in there, and, and it's clear that you know 
there's things starting to be in place that that it looks like Mac Jones is going to have this job this year at yeah, some so point. I think we're going to have to see how week uh, week three preseason who starts um, could be probably telling. So if Mac Jones starts that game against the Giants, there's a good chance that he's starting week one. Yeah, and he's if probably going to start. Yeah, if Cam just started, then I think he's he's going to stick with Cam. And to me, it, it makes no sense to have him go against Brady week four. I would just wait. Right, and that's kind of the point I'm making. I don't think I don't think Bill Belichick wants to put Mac Jones versus Tom Brady because, like, unless they win the game, and I don't think they will win no matter who's at quarterback. Unless they win that game, then it's a lose lose situation because then the fans start chirping, then the you know, then press starts chirping. It's like, oh, oh well, you know, Belichick chose the wrong guy because Mac Jones couldn't get it done. You don't want to put that kid in the situation. You don't even want him up against Brady until he has to. Are, are you accusing the Boston media of being tough on players? I don't know. I think that's what you're going. With. It was probably that, not as that, tough that, as us, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll be at Bill's. Yeah, we'll be talking to Bill if, if I mean he makes that decision. But we'll have to see how uh, how Sunday goes, and then we go from there. Let's move on to our triple play. Triple and our play. triple play. I, I knew you were going to like this one. That's why I did it because you're my hockey guy, and we haven't talked hockey in a while. So we got a couple of hockey things going on. So I figured this would this would be fitting just to get some hockey, and we need some NHL hockey right now. I miss it so much. Uh, it's it's coming, it's coming, buddy. Believe it or not, we're in September ne- next week, which is insane. Yeah, I already to think about. You know what I mean? It's, I know. It's you know we're almost the, the year's almost over. Where'd it go? Seven months in, by the way. Sports unfolded. How great is that? I know. I was thinking of that today. Episode twenty-eight. Yeah, that's pretty seven, good. Seven months, my friend. All right. Yep. So, who out of these three all time winningest goalies in NHL history, which one would you start, bench, and cut? So, the choices are Martin Brodeur, Patrick Rowe, and Mark Andre Fleury. I actually go first this week because you were first last week. So, I'm going to go first here and say that my first pick to start would be Martin Brodeur, three-time cup winner, 691 wins. What impressed me to 125 shutouts, four-time Vizina award winner. So, again, best goalie in the league four times. Out of these, I probably said that wrong, didn't I? Venzia? I, I love all your pronunciations of hockey yeah. stuff. I love them. I love Venza? Them. Venza? I don't know. What is it? Venzia? Venza. Vesna. I was close. I got it. Vesna. I would put on my bench Mark Andre Fleury. So oh again, my three, God. He's a three time cup winner, 492, 67 shutouts, one Vesna award. But I also think that he's got more in him. So he, he may win a couple more. Okay, Correct so what's the wrong. stats on Patrick? The stats on on the other two. Yeah, so I'm, give me some I'm stats. Getting I'm getting it. I'm getting it. He and Flurry was the one that got traded to the Blackhawks. Correct. Yep. Yep. Which you already said they're probably going to make it to the Stanley Cup. So I think he gets number yep. two. <laughs> I would cut Patrick Rowe. 
And the only reason why, four times Stanley Cup. So out of the three, won the most cups. 551 wins. So again, beat Flurry. Obviously, nowhere in Broder's class. Uh, 141 is more for Broder. So only 66 shutouts, three Vesna uh trophies. But their numbers were actually pretty similar, Patrick and in in Mark Flurry. Like goals against, I think it was 2.5 each. Like everything was just about dead on. So I mean, he didn't overshadow him at all versus Broder, who had obviously much better numbers. So those are my top, those are my three. What do you got, hockey guy? Okay, so uh, again, you got it all wrong. Not only the pronunciation, <laughs> hey. but you got it. Oh, you're freezing, buddy. You're freezing. You're breaking up. What do you got? Talk to me. Oh, and I lost them. Ah, see, I have a backup. <laughs> ah. So he was part of the trap. Let me see. I had twice. You're getting sandwiched oh, now, Eric. Sandwiched. Oh, gee, the hockey guy. See, that's how you play it. <laughs> no. So, but seriously, um, by the eyeball test alone, you can clearly see that Patrick Waugh was the best goaltender. I think he's the best of all time. What the heck? <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> so Patrick Watt is a triple play. There's three of you. <laughs> so Patrick Watt is clearly the best. Played on New Jersey and trapped so well done that nobody could score on them. So a lot of a lot of of the shutouts and stuff, I attribute to that. Um, I mean, look, Brodeur, top three goaltenders of all time, you know, with Patrick and Sawchuk. Um, throw them up in the air wherever they land, you know what I'm saying? But Patrick Watt for me would be first. Brodeur is clearly number two. Uh, like, he's a, he's, he's a winner. That's what he does. He wins games. He wins a lot of them. He's won the most. And I'd, I'd cut Marc-Andre Fleury, and I think he's a an excellent goaltender, but I don't even have him as my number as number three either. I would put Hashik ahead of him and maybe Ken Dryden and Sawchuk and all these other guys. I just guys. went with all-time winning as goalie, so he, right. he's actually top three in all-time wins. Right. And, and look, <laughs> like – you can obviously win cups with any of these three. Like, what is the least is three for for them? Like, like you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. So, so yeah. So, I would. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun show. Oh boy. There we go, Eric's by running solo right now. So uh again, if you just there we go. I don't know why it keeps cutting out, to be honest with you. I don't know why it keeps coming cutting out. 
It's because I'm winning all the arguments. No, you're, you're clearly not. You're clearly, clearly, clearly not. Good reason. I'm not even the hockey guy, and I won that. Tips. I don't understand how you put him ahead of Broder 140 wins more. No, you don't win 140 more games. That's a season and hey, a half. Patrick Wall winning more championships. He won more championships. I'd rather win more games. I want to win a game. We're talking one game. We're not talking about championships. If you got to win one game, these three Fine. goalies. Broder also I'm played a lot Broder. longer. Yeah, you can do go. that. That's fine. You can do that. You would lose to my team, but all right. But you'll beat everybody else. There we go. There we go. All right, let's talk about another goalie. See how I segued right into that. That's that's what we do here at Sports Unfolded. Henry Lundqvist uh, retired after 15 years with the New York Rangers. What's your thoughts on the player? I mean, he was a is a, a top notch goaltender. Um. I don't know where I'd put him in history. Um, probably, I don't know, maybe top 25, top 30, maybe. So, you know, his save he's percentage a, a was actually better than, His save percentage is actually better than two of the three guys we just talked about. Oh, and there's no doubt about that. Like, and his goals you know, against. Just, uh, you 64 know, shutouts. So he's right along lines with those other guys. 459 yeah. wins. One Vesna award. Yep. So I mean, put like I said, like I put him top 25, top 30 goaltenders of all time. That's pretty damn good. 20 to 30. Jeez. So let me ask you this question. Because you're the hockey guy. If he was on a better team, would he have won some, some Stanley Cups? Absolutely. So the team he was with is what hurt him, ultimately. The Rangers have... Basically sucked most of his career. Yeah. What did they last time they won was in the nineties, correct? With Messier? Yeah, with Mark Messier. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's that's a long time. No, for a New York. No, team. The Rangers I mean, it's not the Knicks. organization. Yeah, it's not the Knicks, but I mean it's not much better. <laughs> I think the Knicks are in the seventies the last time they no, won. It's so. not. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think they're going to have another so, season this year. <laughs> hey, here we go. Wait, wait for the NBA prediction show, which we haven't discussed yet. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the Rangers. And NHL prediction. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll see. We'll have to see. We'll have to have an NHL uh, preview show, and we'll discuss. Well, yeah. So let's move on to some NBA action here. The Cleveland Cavaliers have acquired Laurie Marketing from the Chicago Bulls. Uh, it's a four-year, $67 million deal. Uh, it was a three-team deal. So, again, Portland Trailblazers are actually involved in this. No. And um, Larry Nance Jr. goes to the Portland Trailblazers, and Derek Jones Jr. goes to the Cavs. Of the three teams, what do you think of the trade and who made out? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. Like, really? 
maybe the Bulls, they got rid of a bigger contract that really isn't worth it. Yeah, so they, I mean, we, we talked about the Bulls, what they did in the offseason, you know, with some of the acquisitions. So, I mean, they look they look good. I don't know, honestly, it, it's, it's still baffling to me what Cleveland's doing. I... They, they literally, marketing seven foot, he's a power forward. They picked up Evan Mobley in the draft, who's a seven footer, and they re-signed Jared Allen, who's a seven footer. They all play so power forward in center. What are you doing? You can't put all three of these guys on the floor at the same time. No, you can't. And again, it's like we have a here's an organization that really has no direction. And we we say this it, it seems like it's the same that just keeps squandering and squandering and squandering all the talent they collect. And never mouse. This is the same in Buffalo in hockey. It's the same, you know, in what we're going to see in Jacksonville. They're going to squander it. You know, it's the same teams we talk about. Jets, you know, this, this. Hey, we can't get one show without a Jets shot. No, I can't. show without a Jets. You can't. You can't do it. You can't do it. No, no. So the, the, the thing. Larry Nance Jr., seven seasons, 8.3 points per game, 6.7 rebounds. But this is an upgrade for Portland. I know they're trying to keep Dame Lillard. I don't know if that's enough either. I think Dame still is going to want out. Like Nance Jr., if that's the best guy you're bringing in, is that enough to keep Dame happy and, and want him to stay in Portland? Did I lose you, Ron? Are you there, bud? I lost Ron again. So how I look at it is Larry Nance Jr. is not enough of an upgrade to want to keep Dame Lillard. That's my opinion. I think I lost Ron again. And that look, that look of the frozen, what am I, what are we talking about here? I love it. That was I a know. great freeze. I don't know what the problem is, Eric. I don't know what the problem is. I have have complete bars on my my internet. Not the internet that's it's just restream is just just doesn't want me to share. And he's out again. Gone. What a show tonight. Gone. Seven months is, in. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you what it is. It's because of those pipe bomb comments that we made. made wrestling on, on, uh, on, on the wrestling den. Yeah. Big brother's and watching now you now. Big brothers uh, keep me quiet. You can't keep me. Yeah, you know, you they don't understand it's a wrestling thing. So the funny thing is uh, those, those uh, gentlemen uh, didn't show up. As they promised, so I guess we won that round as well. So well, another yeah, they, victory they for Sports and Folder. They can't. They can't. They can't. We don't need us. a belt, Ron. We don't need a belt. We're we're undisputed. No, no. podcast no. champions no. every week versus the wrestling no. den. The shot's been taken. Yeah. So we were just, like we, so we were discussing Larry Nance Jr. 
Do you think it's enough to keep Dame so, Lillard? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I think, I think it's all over now. I think. I think I'm going to lose you again. Yep. Lost you again, buddy. <laughs> yep. Come on, big brother. Let's go. Let's go. Let's bring it. All right. Let's discuss. Uh, while we, well, I don't know if you're still on there. The Bucks uh, signed a three-year extension uh, with Mike Budenholzer to stay as their head coach after their championship season. Do you think this gives the Bucks enough chance to repeat? Does this help them in their repeat quest? Well, I mean, what did they lose, really? They haven't really lost anything. So I would think that they're probably going to add something as well to assure that they go back. So I think keeping the keeping him is big because so watch again. I'll I'll just go. Budenholzer, two-time coach of the year. Uh, actually with the Bucks. So everybody forgets to sit in Atlanta. And he actually did a really good job in Atlanta. But with the Bucks, he's got 152 wins, 71% winning percentage, almost 65% in the playoffs. So if you think about what he brought from a winning standpoint to that organization, it's huge. I think this helps them. And they've got Giannis locked up for the same amount of time. So you're talking about keeping the, the, the two core pieces together for this entire run for the next few years. I think the Bucks did a great job, uh, you know, re-signing them or actually extending the contract. This definitely could help them reach it. I mean, there's going to be some tough teams in the East. We've talked about Miami and what they've done. Um, I think Atlanta, the Hawks take another step. Uh, you know, Trey Young showed uh, that he's a superstar in this league, and he can carry a team sending uh, Steph Curry and what Steph Curry did with the Golden State Warriors this past season, even with all their injuries. So. It might not be as easy a ride, but Giannis proved that he's a legitimate MVP, a legitimate superstar in this league. That's going to be huge. Keeping your coach now that he's comfortable with that helped them win, that's huge. It's a really good chance that we see the Bucs again in the finals. That's, uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that all pans out. I think I've lost my co-host. Uh, he's probably working on some uh, with his technical difficulties. So I'm just going to uh, discuss that. You can follow us on Sports Unfolded at Facebook and Twitter. You can follow Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. You can follow us on Twitch, uh, Rhode Island Broadcasting, and also on Smooth 73 Podcast on Anchor, Google, and Spotify. And we're live every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and then at a later time on Twitch. So a lot of different ways to watch Sports Unfolded. To follow us, uh, we post on several different sites, groups, 
where you get to, you know, vote and have some uh, opinions on what you feel we're, we're going to discuss. So a lot of different ways that you can actually, uh, you know, check in with Sports Unfolded. Trying to see if we can get Ron back there. Not having any luck. You know, obviously, as usual, I won. All these arguments tonight, so I just feel like you decided to check out and uh, to prove it yet again. I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard from him. 36 minutes in here. And I'm solo. Let's put a... Uh, Let's talk about a, a little bit of the uh, New England Patriots there as I'm waiting. So a lot going on with uh, New England Patriots in their roster. So we're going to have to see what this Stephon Gilmore situation becomes. Uh, but you got to look at a, a lot of different things that uh, has happened uh, in this process. Uh, last season, it gave them, you know, a bump try to keep them happy, and then, uh, you know, this season comes back, and we're right back in the same boat. So I don't know at what point they decide to trade Stephon Gilmore, but I, it kind of looks to me that that's going to be the easiest solution to the situation. I can't see them giving him more money for this season, knowing that he's a free agent after next season. And I'm not sure at 31 years old, starting quarterback, uh, if you want to give him a three, four-year extension, that puts him, you know, into his mid-30s as Cornerback, so not exactly what you want. I'm not sure you can play the safety role. So it'd be interesting to see uh, how that stands out for the New England Patriots. Um, they do have a tendency to get rid of players, uh, even at, you know, that peaks. You know, we saw that with uh, Chandler Jones and see what he did with Arizona. But again, it wasn't fitting what their model is um, from a financial standpoint. And they ended up, uh, you know, getting rid of him. So, I think we could see the end of uh, Stefan Gilmore uh, era in New England, which, again, we've discussed, uh, does that still make them a playoff team? I think so. Super Bowl contenders, absolutely not. Uh, you're going to need that shutdown corner. So it's going to be interesting to, to see how uh, this all pans out. So we're having some technical difficulties. Um, once again, if uh, you're joining us, we're live on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. You can also watch us at a later date on Twitch. Follow us on social media at Sports and Folded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram, and our podcast on Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So, a lot of different ways to. Follow us, watch us, listen to us. Uh, we do have a big uh, show coming up on September 7th at 7 p.m. We will be doing our NFL preview show where we're going to break down every single division, every single team, give our predictions, our top 10 quarterbacks. Uh, we will be joined by Kenny, formerly of the Wrestling Gang. Uh, so we're excited to have Kenny back on Sports Unfolded and Rhode Island Broadcasting. So we're looking forward to that as well. A lot of... Um, excitement around that. Uh, we're in talks right now to do an NBA preview show and also an NHL preview show. So we'll see how the uh, NFL goes. And if it all goes well, we'll uh, do the others. But I'm looking forward to uh, 
seeing how this uh, NFL preview show goes, there's a lot of interesting storylines that, uh, as I'm, I'm doing my research, trying to see a lot of questions, you know, alongside what can the Dallas Cowboys actually win the division? I'm going to get back to the Super Bowl. Is this the year? Is that going to stay healthy? Probably not. Does that hurt their chances? Absolutely, right? So a lot of different storylines. And which division is probably the, the weirdest division? ASC East? You know, New England made a lot of moves. Miami, you know, still an up-and-coming team. Are they going to take that next step? Buffalo looks like the team East. But that division's wide open now. We saw last year with the NFC East. No team actually went over 500. Uh, what, 6-10 and 10 won the division? Washington, you know, are they... Are they better with Fitzpatrick? You know, Fitzpatrick, is that enough to, to help them become a 500 team or better? Does that get the Giants with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley coming back and they signed Galladay? Is that offense going to be able to do enough to help that defense to maybe get them, you know, and we just talked about it. Dallas is it. I mean, I think Philly's a train wreck. They're not in it. But uh, a lot of different storylines that we're going to be discussing uh, on that NFL preview show. You know, Tampa Bay, are they are they going to repeat? Can they repeat? Uh, what's going to be the hurdle for them to repeat? You know, is it injuries? Is it just uh, complacency and winning a championship and feel like, you know, they don't have to prove as much? You know, the guy at, you know, behind center isn't, isn't going to feel that. But we'll have to see if he can get motivate the rest of the team to have that same – type of uh, attitude and it, he's back he's back three peat tampa will three peat they've got a they've got a two peat first so they repeat before they three peat they're signing michael jordan to, to baseball we're we talking the tampa bay rays i don't know if he could play uh football anymore or basketball for this for that matter at his age but you never know the wrestling den has joined us finally after I already took my shots at him, you know, I I, I just assumed you guys backed out and repeated. They don't need a two-peat. Two-peat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. About to have to – maybe we got to put Rick on. Let's put Rick on Sports Unfolded, Ron. I, I need a co-host there. Are you back? Are you there? Can I can you hear, hear you now. I can hear you now. Is there an echo? There is. <laughs> it's like a bird chirping in the background. I love it. Michael could play any sport. Oh, here we go with the sandwich again. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy, we got we got buzzing. OJ would slash the prices in half on how much it would take to afford me to be on your show. Uh, you know, now he's trying to use our lines. Hey, you can't use our lines. You got no audio. You got no audio, Ron. You you can't use what we used yesterday, Rick. That ain't gonna work, brother. You're gonna have to come with more than that. Wow. Wow. That's a that's a nice shot there. I like it. I like it. You know what? You know what? There's nothing wrong with a nice sandwich every so often. You know what? I've put on a little weight. 
I know, you know, I've been eating some carbs again, but you know, we'll get back on, we'll get back on that grind. No carbs. Hey, hey, everybody has their own, uh, you know, lifestyle and, and choices and I'm, we're accepting of that and you should be too. You should be too. I got no audio from you. Y'all killing me today. Y'all killing me tonight. Episode 28. We got Silent Bob going. And uh I feel like I'm on Clerks. I'm watching this is Clerks 3, the 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 next version, you know. We just got Silent Bob there. I'll just have you nod if you agree with what I'm saying, okay? You don't like Paul Walker jokers. All right. We'll make sure that uh we don't we don't make any Paul Walker references. I mean, it, it's probably too fast and too furious for us to do that. So I I, I would I'd probably stay away from that. Bill Murray and Space Jams too. I think I think Ron should actually see if LeBron would do Space Jams three, and he could just be the commentator during the entire movie and just say how much LeBron sucks. So that way we don't boost LeBron's ego anymore. So I I think. Uh, that might be it. Clerks 3, they're finally close. They are. Video stars near you. Yes. Yes. Uh, once worked at a video store, so I'm kind of, you know, bring it back, baby. We need video. We need we need VHS again. Bring it back. They bring it back. They brought back vinyl, right? We got vinyl records. Bring back VHS. Who doesn't want VHS? Obviously, that guy loves VHS. MD. Shocker. I don't know who that is, but stats are there. The GOAT. I don't know about that. He lost more finals than he won. I can't consider him a GOAT when you do that. He's no Tom Brady. Tom Brady won 7 out of 10. I think LeBron's 4 out of 10. A little bit of a difference. But, right? I mean, that's not right. Follow Sports Unfolded at Sports Unfolded, Facebook, YouTube. A lot of different ways to follow us at Twitter. I need some Twitter followers. Where's my Twitter followers out there? I don't got any Twitter followers. Got a giant R on my screen right now. I'm debating with R right now. Wow. Taking some shots. Rick, I'm about to send you this link. I need, I need, I need, I need some. I'm going to send you this link. Let's see. Let's get you on here. You, you. Let's see if we get. I'm trying to get Rick on here, too. I need I need another body. I can't. You got no audio still, Ron. No audio. How about now? Now I got audio. All right. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to do something daring. Oh boy, here we go. Uh so I'm hoping logging into my phone will keep this going. And I'm going to refresh the the uh laptop oh, because well, show. All right. Because oh, we're signing off. I basically. can't use I can't use the mouse or anything for some reason. It's like flashing all over the place, and I can't I can't get back into it. So 
But I'm here, so let's talk and let's hope. That's <laughs> all I can say. Yeah. All right. Uh let's uh let's discuss some major league baseball. Yep. And the Mets are getting back two of the aces soon and Jacob DeGrom and uh, Noah Syndergaard. So Syndergaard, I guess, started to throw some uh, pitches off the mound. Is it too late for them to make a difference uh, for the team's playoff chances? Uh, no, not for the playoff chances. I think the division is pretty much gone. Um, but I, I think – I think – they still have a shot in the playoffs. It, it's going to be hard because now they have to climb over a couple of teams and a couple of good teams. Uh, namely, right now, it is San Diego and Cincinnati, I believe, that are in yeah. the wild card spots. That is and correct. They still have to climb over Philadelphia, too. So that's going to make it really difficult. And I, I don't know if that's going to be enough. Um but they would certainly, they were certainly missing, you know, a lot with them out. So yeah, and I'm not sure when they're coming back. So uh, I think they're seven games out right now. They've got a lot of hurdles to overcome. And then um, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, Degrom has missed a lot of time. He's he's played in 15 games this season. He's seven and two with a 1.0 ERA. So you talk about his numbers are phenomenal. Just can't stay healthy. Syndergaard hasn't pitched since 2020 when he got uh, Tommy John surgery in March of 2020. So you think about the fact that he's been out over a year now. So there's a lot going on when it comes to those two. There he is. Slick Rick, the ruler. And I got no audio from you either, Rick. No audio, Rick. Well, he doesn't have much to say anyway. So Can't hear you, brother. I don't know what is going on tonight. Just keep eating your jelly beans. I got no audio. I I think maybe the wrestling den tried to sabotage us today. You have no audio. <laughs> I can't with this guy. I can't with it. You guys tonight are absolutely killing me. It's not my fault. I'm telling oh you. Oh my god. Big brother. Big brother. Big, Big brother, brother watching. Just on the loose. Okay, you need to stop chatting in there because it's blocking everything and I can't control the chat. All right. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the wild card race here. So the AL wild card currently got the Yankees are three games up. Red Sox are holding that spot uh, two and a half over the uh, A's. The Mariners are three and a half back and the Blue Jays are five and a half back. A's lost three spots in the last week since yeah. last week's show. The Mariners actually lost half a spot, and then uh, the Blue Jays lost a full spot. So it's starting to look like the Yankees-Red Sox might be this play-in game, which would be really an interesting scenario. If, you, if yeah. you're talking about the best rivalry in all the sports, which we did a pick-and-roll one time, Boston, New York is one of the top five, if not Absolutely. one of the of all time. And now you're talking about a one-game playoff to get into the playoffs. Imagine which team knocks which out, how these fans are going to react to that. Yeah, it's – oh, my God. that's That would probably be the biggest game of the year that everybody will be watching. And so if that happens, it is great for Major League Baseball – 
but bad for one of those cities. <laughs> and you think about Major League Bay, yeah, they're going to be ecstatic with it. Like, uh, you couldn't ask for a better play-in game than, you know, the Yankees-Red Sox. Like, this would be hyped up to the point where it, it's going to, like, it's a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be interested to see how that how the fans would react to that. I think Major League Baseball wants that as well. What about in the NL, where you got the Dodgers are 11 and a half games up in that first spot? Oh, I know. I was looking at that. I was laughing. I was like, wow, it's that bad? Like, San Francisco and L.A. are just running away with the Think league. about it, right? They're, they're in the wild card. San Francisco is still better than the Dodgers, and the Dodgers are 11 and a half games up Yeah, the wild card spot. The Reds yeah, they would, they would the literally be spot. winning any division other than the one they're in. Yeah, the Reds are in the second spot because the Padres dropped three games in a week and now two back, and the Cardinals dropped another game, so they're four and a half back. The Reds are a sneaky team. Like, does anybody expect the Reds when this whole thing started? No. Oh. And, I don't think, and I don't you think – You can't hear that... me? No, we can hear you. Yeah, you can. That's what he said. You can hear me. We can that... hear you. Yeah, I know you can. What, what am I missing? We're talking what, – what are we talking, Cardinals? Baseball, yes. Oh, Cincinnati. Mark McGuire, dude. Mark McGuire, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Really? You know he retired. Talk, yeah, let's just talk all favorite. Well, he had no choice, dude. After he got caught, what else are you gonna do? Oh yeah, sure, guys. I'll be the I'll be the 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 ball boy. He's oh. a coach now. He's actually oh. a hitting coach. Oh, is he? So he's teaching everybody yeah. how to do steroids. Exactly, but that's all right. Hey, he's doing it better than anybody else. We should just we hey, should just make a team that's all guys that used to do steroids. Get caught. You want to do a pick and roll of all the top five? Steroids of all time. <laughs> Barry Bonds that. is like number one, dude. Barry so Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. Sammy Sosa is questionable. Sosa? Uh-huh. Got to throw David Ortiz in there. Oh, dude. Big Poppy? Big Poppy. Uh, Mark McGuire for sure. <laughs> McGuire? I mean. We just knocked out a top five in two seconds. Rafael Palmero. Rest of them, this would have taken me two Palmero. hours to do it. Palmero, who went right in front of the oh. set, said he didn't do it and then got caught. How about, how about Palmero famous, used to be famous my number 24? Player. Favorite 24s again. We're not doing that again. Uh, We're not doing that again. Wait, we can do favorite 28s. Mark McGuire's 28. What more perfect now? 28? No, it was 25. What are you eating, Rick? He's doing Skittle Skittle gummies, dude. Okay, let's get back to the show. Rick, I'm going to boot you. Why? Rick, thank you for joining. I just made it entertaining, and then you're gonna boot me now. Like, no, dude, don't you, you want to be like number one this week, or you want us to just be See, number one? We're a legitimate show. Go follow, go follow their better <laughs> show, which is on uh, Thursdays at 7 p.m. We're called the Wrestling Den. The Wrestling Den. Thank you on for your Sports Thank Appreciate you guys. It. I'll Take see you care, next brother. week. This is the All chaos right, that they have on their show, but we actually are legitimate. So, so, so the do the Padres have enough to get to get at least into that second spot with the Reds? Uh, the Padres can do that, and and I think I think they they probably will. I don't see the Reds holding on to this spot. Right, it's um, amazing. Like, what do you? I mean, but they do have in the National League. They, I I think it's Castillas or because I don't even know the guy's name. Uh, but he's there. He's, he's, he's leading the league in batting average. Yeah, they got a good team. I just don't think that they have the horses on the mound that can hold on to this spot. You know, I mean, you, you're going to have San Diego, Philadelphia, the Mets are going to be 
chasing you down. And there's only so much you can hold off all of those teams. You know, the, the benefit that the Cincinnati Reds has is that Philadelphia and, and Mets are going to beat each other up in their division. And San Diego still has to play a lot of games against, you know, the yeah. Dodgers and yeah. the Giants. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's about the only advantage that Cincinnati has. And that's not. It's still gonna be. It, it's still gonna be a, t- a difficult road for the Reds. So once again, if you're joining us, we're live on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Follow us at a later time on Twitch on Rhode Island Broadcasting, at Sports Unfold on Facebook and Twitter, and at Broadcasting RI on Twitter. Sports underscore unfolded on Instagram and then podcasts on Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So a lot of different ways to watch, follow, uh, you know, contact us uh, on our pages. So continue to, to drive. <laughs> we appreciate all the fans that are out there. Uh, our, our other show that we do uh, Thursday nights, uh, the wrestling den with Rick and Nick. Uh, so they're on at 7 p.m. on uh, Rhode Island Broadcasting Sports Unfolded as well. Let's do our... Uh, you know what time it is, baby. Um, sure. What is it, face-off? Pick, pick and roll, baby. Pick and roll. Oh, pick and roll. Pick and roll, my friend. Pick and roll. See, I, I feel like I missed half the show. I Yeah, I, I ran solo for a little bit, buddy. I felt like, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake leaving in sync for a minute. Well, know? I'll tell you, this is this is nothing more than Big Brother because I'm looking at all the things that I have going on and nothing is indicating that it went out. All green bars here, all green bars there, all all the bars are on the phone. Big Brother, you guys started. It's unexplainable. You guys it's started it yesterday. You guys started it yesterday. So what we're doing on our pick and roll is we're going to rank these uh, five positions on the New England Patriots from worst to best. And um, basically, those positions we're gonna we're gonna to to decide on are the quarterback, running back, offensive line, linebackers, and I said cornerback, but we'll talk secondary um, in in what, how we would rank them. So currently, and this is I from have, worst to best. Worst, yes. So number one will be the worst. Number five will be the best. No. Five would be the worst, uh, then the number one would be the best position on the team. Okay. Okay. All right. So at number five, I had the secondaries. If you think about aging Gilmore, might not even re-sign. McCordy, who's getting older. I'm still not 100% sold on J.C. Jackson, and if he can be a number one if Gilmore is not there. I think this is the worst position on the team currently. At number four. Quarterback. Cam and Jones are about the same. I haven't seen enough from either one of them to make me feel any better about that position. Cam shows a little more uh, understanding of the offense this year. Mac Jones, again, we can see the promise of what he's going to bring. But again, is it enough to keep this team in contention? I think Jones will be a year away before we actually see him. At number three, I had the offensive line. I like a lot of these guys, a lot of plug and plays. They got, you know, Andrews who can plug and play anywhere. You know, Isaiah Wynn, who could be a very good tackle, but he can't stay healthy. So a lot of different areas of this that can go either way. But 
there's not a number one star, not one top guy that you go, okay, that guy's the man, you know, and, and that's going to carry the line. A lot of good. They're solid all the way around. So they're kind of middle of the ground for me. At number two, I had running back. I like Harris. I think he's going to be very good. Damian Harris. Ramon Stevenson has shown a lot of promise in the preseason. But again, regular season, preseason, let's see what the difference is there. They still have James White out of the backfield if they utilize him enough. And then their sleeper, J.J. Taylor. We saw a lot from him in this preseason. I think that J.J. Taylor is going to be the guy that can be that sleeper for them that can really make some plays when they need it. So it would be interesting. So at number one, that leaves the linebacking core. You're talking about Hightower back. Judon, I love that signing. That guy's going to be amazing for this team. And then bringing back Van Noy. I love this linebacking crew. Sleeper as well. Josh Uche, their sec, uh, the second-round pick from last year. That kid's going to be a stud this year. A lot of blitzing from him. I think they're going to utilize him more. Their number one position on this team, linebackers. That's my pick and roll. Well, you did a pretty decent job. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, you got three out of five correct. A three out of five. Let me find out the two I got wrong. Go ahead. Okay. So number five, indeed, is the cornerback position. Uh, I mean, well, the defensive back position, I yep. should say. Um, and especially if they do not bring Gilmore back, which is looking more and more like that's going to be the case. Uh, and that is why they are at number five. If they bring Gilmore back, then it moves up to number four. Number four, I have the quarterback position. Look, it's promising, but Mac Jones is a rookie. Cam is past Cam. his prime. Is Cam, yeah. Okay. So, so you're looking at a position that isn't ready yet. Um, Mac Jones, I believe, will play this year and will start this year at some point. Whether it's week one, ten, I don't know. He's going to start at some point this year. Um, but it's still not ready. And until we see the, the growth for Mac Jones, we're not going to know where we're going to be at at that position. Uh, number three, I have the running backs. And I wow. really like, yeah, I really like the running backs on this team. And being able to to get rid of Sony Michelle is is saying a lot about the, this running back group. Um, you mentioned the names, uh, and JJ Taylor really stood out for me, especially the la you know in these preseason games, especially the last one. Uh, Harris and of course uh, White, which we know what we're going to get with with White. Like he's very capable at third down back. I like them there. Absolutely. And But I think a lot of the success of the running backs is because of the play of the offensive line. Now, you said That's they were point. solid, no stars, yeah. and absolutely right. But they are, so, they are so solid and so consistent on what they do. It's, it's, it's creating holes for those running backs to get those big plays. So no, that's why I put the offensive line in front of the running think, backs. Which that's what they do. They go in front of the running backs. So very good. Right. Man. I like the way exactly. you did Exactly. And then number <laughs> one, it wasn't even close. Um, in my book, linebacker, yeah. the linebackers are just phenomenal on this Love team. Them. Love the them. Only, the only question is whether high power stays healthy. 
That's the question. Yeah, it could be. It could be. But that's where I have them. And flip-flopping, you know, the line, the uh, running backs and the offensive line, I mean, no, to me, I think they go hand-in-hand. Hand. I agree. I agree. No, so, I, 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 like your, I like your theory on, on the offensive line. It makes sense. So, yeah, I could see it going either way. Right. I do want to say we did post recently about the NFL numbers on one of our face-offs. And it was so nice to see linebacker Judon, number nine, and Bentley at yep, number yep. eight. I loved seeing it. By far one of my favorite things. Can we please put these numbers back where they belong? Okay. It looks ridiculous. It looks uh, ridiculous. But it doesn't matter. That brings, it doesn't matter. It does. If you haven't does, seen the yeah. episode of Face Off, you need to go see that episode. You so get on the out. YouTube channel and go go look at that. Uh, it's episode number five, I believe. And yes. uh, it, was a, it was a great episode. It was a great episode. Eric was, Eric almost lost it. He almost lost it. <laughs> We're, so that brings us to our next face-off this week. And our face-off's about which AL player should win MVP this season, Shohan Otani or Vlad Guerrero Jr. So one of us has to be for Otani. One of us has to be for Guerrero. So I know Rick's out there at Wrestling Den. Do you have any uh, – who should be for Otani? We'll go with Otani. See if we can get Rick to chime in. You know, he had a lot to say with his jelly beans. Chaco Guerrero Jr. Chavo. I don't even Chavo is. No, I can't. Rick. Uh, all right. I'll go with uh, Ron for Guerrero. Ron, okay. you're for Guerrero. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first here. And uh, so um, I look at it this way. Otani, two different positions. So it's very difficult. If you go to look up his numbers, all that comes up usually is the batting. You have to research the fact that he's pitching as well. He's 8-1 and one as a pitcher with a 3 ERA, 127 strikeouts. Eric, you're for Guerrero. I can't. I just already started with Otani. I'm going with Otani now. But then you add in the fact that he's got 41 home runs and 89 RBIs. And those are top two. He's the number one home run hitter in the AL. And I think he's third or fourth in RBIs. So how does this guy not win the MVP? It's a it's a slam dunk. I can't I can't see it any other way. Well, it's simple, Eric, when you really think about it. The Angels are not a contender. Okay. So how many times are we going to see uh, an angel win MVP only to just basically do nothing with the team? The team is just Mike Trout. It, it does. Yes. Yeah. Mike, Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout. Yes. It's all great. You can get all I'm the numbers you want, you. but if you're not getting to the playoffs, it's pointless. Good point, Rick. <laughs> At least Toronto is in the mix. They can get there. So seeing, you know, Junior mashing the ball everywhere. It, 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 he is clearly the best hitter in the American League right now. Maybe one exception, but I don't even think that's it. Like, he's he's the home runs, the RBIs, the hits, the, the clutch hits, clutch hits. This guy always seems to come up with a big hit at the right time, right place, 
he is driving the the Toronto Blue Jays trying to get that wild card, and they're only what four games out, five six and games a half. out, five and a half. So, time. Time. so like they're right time. there, and we time. know what could happen. So, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the voters factor in. Do they factor in the the Otani? You know, two different positions. If not, if you look uh, to your point, Guerrero across the board from from a batting standpoint. His numbers are amazing. I mean, he's he's in the top four in five of the top categories. Yeah. You know, batting average, home runs, RBIs, and hits. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And it's a tough call. Right? But do, you, do you count? Do you count that ERA and in, in the eight wins as a pitcher and 127 strikeouts? It's going to be a very tough one. Uh, clearly, I want <laughs> the that wins for me awesome. aren't enough. The wins aren't o- enough. Otani clearly. Name another pitcher that's hit 41 home runs this season. Well, I know this is what. Well, hey, we talked about I again. about I this again. before. I went again. I went again. No, you didn't win because they did. The, the Angels can't make the playoffs. Eddie Guerrero, yes, good call, buddy. WWE champion. We got a wrestling reference in there. Nice job, Rick. Let's go on to our predictions. So uh, I won last week, two nothing. I called the uh, Pacquiao fight. Told you, as usual, I'm never wrong. Predictions. I always That's win because the prediction. I go with the heart. I always win everything, and no, predictions just – The only thing you win is just predictions. Prove it. Predictions prove it that I win everything. I win all the other stuff, and you know it. So on 829 – like three total wins on everything else. 829, the Patriots at the Giants, the last preseason game. Patriots. All right. Because um, Mac you know Jones what? is probably going to start, so I would think that he's going to play pretty well. Yeah, well, I'll agree with you that I can't. I can't go against the Pats. It's not in my uh, nature. Let's uh, let's uh, eight twenty seven. The Yankees at Oakland, three game set. Yankees are hot right now. Twelve game winning streak. Mm. This is- They're in Oakland. In Oakland for a three game. Going set. Oakland. I'm going Oakland. So as much as it's going to pay me, I'm going to agree with you. They don't play well in Oakland. <coughs> no matter how good their teams are, they don't play well in Oakland. This might be That's the easiest because they can't ever. get the, the deep ball there. They just no, can foul. We'll see. We'll see. How about on 830, the Brew is at the San Francisco Giants. It's a four-game set. You just don't like Milwaukee. You haven't liked the Brewers the entire season. You just don't believe it. They're like the third best record in baseball, third, fourth best record in baseball. They're legitimate. It's a four-game series. Four games. He's gonna go split. I can already tell. <laughs> Brewers. Rick's calling the Brewers. Brew crew. Think I lost Ron again. Oh, there you go. Who'd you pick? Who'd you pick? <laughs> Type it, man. Type it. I don't care. Type it. We're almost it's done. Split. Two, two. Two, two. All right. I'm going Giants. I just think they, they've been a much better team. All right. Uh, if you enjoyed our show next week, uh, we will break down the Patriots preseason game. Uh, we'll also continue to to go over the Major League Baseball wild card race. Uh, brothers and, this, and this face-off, are you ready for next week's face-off? Bird versus Paul Pierce. For what? Face off. 
More iconic to the Boston Celtics. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. The truth. The truth, uh, baby. No, the truth is that he couldn't hold his freaking jock. Wow. Woo. We'll have to see. All right. Also, don't Sorry. forget to tune in. Sorry, Brisbane, the best of all time. Seven of September, our NFL preview show. And also, don't forget to tune in every Thursday night at 7 p.m. to watch the Wrestling Den with Rick and Nick. Uh, as we do our final thoughts every week, it doesn't necessarily have to be sports-related. It could be about anything going on in the world today. I am first today. So my final thought is actually on Manny Pacquiao in his great career. So he's 62-7 and 4 all-time. But at age 42, suffered a, a loss uh, on Saturday night against Ugas. Um and uh, I don't know. It's 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 not clear if he'll return to the boxing ring. But if you think about from a boxing standpoint, one of the best boxers of all time, regardless of who he fought, always one of the better fights in, in any time. Uh, you know, you paid for these fights, pay-per-view. You went out to see Manny Pacquiao. You were getting a show. He was going to put on a fight. He never really lost a fight. You know, he never, he never, never came into a ring and didn't have a fight. So I wish Manny well, regardless of what he decides. I know they asked him after the fight, if this was going to be it for him. And he wasn't clear. He said, after some rest, I'll make a decision. But Manny Pacquiao is still one of my favorite boxes of all time. I, I, I hope that uh, we get a chance to see him again, but if not, you know what? He still went out and it was, you know, a, a decision. It wasn't even like he got knocked out. He fought his way to the very end. So Manny Pacquiao, great career. If that, if that was it, but, uh, Appreciate all the great fights uh, all time. So one of the best ever to do. And that's my final thought. Very good. Well said, Eric. Uh, my final thought is right along that retirement line. And that is the, the King Lungfist. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was like, we were just talking about a top 25, top 30 goaltenders of all time. And that that has actually pretty good in in retrospect of his career. Uh, the team didn't, and I think I got lost. No, you're still there. Okay. Oh, I can hear okay. you. I can hear you. All right. Okay. So the team didn't do him justice by giving him a good team pretty much his whole career. The, they just didn't do enough. And, you know, a great goaltender, in order to be great, has to get a team that can win a Stanley Cup. And in his case, he didn't, he didn't get that team around him. But it didn't take away of how good he really was. I was not a fan of the Rangers. But I was always a fan of him because the way he played it. He wasn't flashy. But he would always come up with that big save, you know, when he needed to. And, and he won a lot of games. He just. No, yep. I think I lost you again, but. All right, we're going to call it a night. Uh, again, we've had some technical difficulties. Do apologize. Ron, uh, as always, thank you for joining. Uh, it's been a great show. Um, Thank you. Appreciate it, Rick. Appreciate to join. Don't forget to check out the wrestling then this Thursday at 7 p.m. ish. And follow Sports Unfolded at Sports Unfolded on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, check us out on Facebook, on YouTube. Guys, have a great night. Eric, 
And Ron, signing off. Fans out there, thank you for joining. Good night.